Hello and welcome to B2B Better, a podcast for the B2B marketer looking for actionable advice they can put into practice today. My name's Jason. I'm a marketing director from the land of pork pies, stiff upper lips, and David Attenborough. Okay, I'm going to start by hitting you with some facts. There's estimated to be over 1 million podcasts out there, and up to 3,000 new podcasts are being created every single week. And as we all know, there's only 24 hours in a day. So knowing how saturated the market is, why in the bloody hell am I recommending that your business set up its own podcast? Because just like when some ancient cave person invented the wheel, this simple tool can and will make your ability to market your organization effectively so much easier. You're probably asking how, and that's good. But let's take a step back. I want to address the question that you'll undoubtedly get asked when you pitch this idea to your boss. How can you possibly compete? How can you go up against the thousands, the tens of thousands of other podcasts already available? Millions of dollars are being spent by media organizations, big and small every year, on the creation of content. And that includes podcasts. How are you going to meet their level of engagement? To this I say, you can't. Or at least you probably won't. And that's okay, because that may not be the goal that you're going after. When I started a podcast a few years ago for a B2B business, there were three things I wanted to achieve. One, I wanted another reason to reach out and align myself with my customers, who up until then had often dismissed any ideas of co-marketing activities due to confidentiality agreements. Case studies, white papers, testimonials, all of these were off the table. I needed something that would give me a better opportunity to benefit from the halo effect of the association, but in a way that wouldn't spook the customer. Secondly, I wanted something that none of my competitors were doing. The industry that I worked in was a niche of a niche of a niche. Quote unquote, marketing was almost identical across all the organizations that we competed with. It was the same trade shows, the same kind of adverts, and the same kind of trade magazines. A podcast was something that I felt would catch the attention of would-be customers, partners, recruits, you know, just by virtue of it being unique. And third, I wanted something that I could repurpose across other channels, essentially a core piece of hero content that could be spliced and diced and published across my blog, my social media, my email newsletter, sales notes, and more. The hub and spoke of my content marketing wheel, so to speak. I wasn't gearing up to try and compete with a media company whose podcast was generating tens of thousands of downloads every month. I wanted something that would give me an association with my client base, something that would help me stand out, and something that could make my overall content marketing approach easier. Within the first five episodes, we'd achieved all three of these goals. Individuals from organizations who previously had shut the door in my face on the whiff of a co-marketing activity were suddenly interested in taking part. They saw it as a personal branding opportunity. Partners were reaching out to us proactively to take part in our new podcast and build out co-marketing campaigns around it. And we streamlined our content production process, stretching each episode out across an entire month through a combination of summary blog posts and social media audio clips and email newsletter digests. These might not be your goals. They probably aren't, and that's okay. What I'm trying to say here is that a podcast, even one that captures a micro audience, can be a creative, out-of-the-box way to overcome a challenge with just a little bit of thought. So how do you make one? There are thousands, literally thousands of pieces of content out there that do an amazing job, much better one than I could do, of explaining what you need to get up and running. Just type it into Google. What do I need to start a podcast? And you'll see. But essentially, it comes down to owning a solid microphone, a solid pair of headphones, software to record and edit your podcast. You can use Zoom and GarageBand, respectively, and a hosting provider. In the past, I've used Buzzsprout, but do some research on what works for you in terms of feature set and pricing. The only other thing I'll say on how to make a podcast is don't overthink the details, especially when you're starting out. It's easy to get disheartened that the audio doesn't sound like someone's caressing your ear with a feather, or you haven't cut out all the ums and ahs from your guest monologue. Just don't. You're going to get better each episode, and after a year, you'll listen back and you'll say, wow, what the hell was I doing back then? It's just part of the process, especially when you're operating on a small budget and limited time. Just embrace it. 
At the beginning of this episode, I said that launching a podcast would make your job easier, and I mean it. And that's because of a podcast's inherent ability to be repurposed. So let's talk about that for a second. Say that as a solo marketer or a marketer in a small team, you've got the responsibility for managing social media, writing blog posts, providing sales team with collateral to engage their prospects, producing an email newsletter, and you know, let's just throw a little bit of internal communication as well in there. All with the high-level goal of positioning your organization as a thought leader in your space. It feels like a lot, I know, and something that I'm sure many listeners to this episode have experienced at some point or another in their careers. Trying to tackle them all individually is a quick-fire way to a world of pain, especially when you're strapped for time and for resources. But fortunately, right here, what you've got is a gap that can be filled, potentially, with a podcast. So let's say that every week you sit down and you produce a 30-minute podcast that features an expert from your industry as the main feature, maybe they take 20 minutes to interview, and someone from within your organization as a secondary feature, making up the last 10 minutes. Throw in a couple of jingles, you've got a podcast episode. So let's use a real world example here to frame this. Let's say that you are the manufacturer of cooking oil packaging. You know, the bottles that things like olive oil and sunflower oil come in. And there is a trend in your industry uh, of a greater desire from end consumers for greener alternatives of their oils disposal rather than just chucking it down the drain. So get on one of your clients who are obviously buying your packaging, filling it with their product, the oil, and selling it on to end consumers on how they're innovating in that regard. Maybe they're collecting their customers' used cooking oils and turning it into soap or biofuel. Get them on to tell their story and benefit from that association. For the second part of your podcast, the 10-minute interview with someone from your organization, look at how your company is helping its customers, the people buying your cooking oil packaging, to tackle that same trend and get on one of your colleagues to discuss it. Maybe you are using more recycled materials to create the packaging, which involves some sort of rehaul of your organizational processes. Sounds like something that a chief operating officer would be right in their element to talk about. Throw them together and just like that, you have yourself a podcast episode. Now, there's a couple of things going on here that you can play with and really make a splash. First, there's the podcast episode itself. You upload it to your podcast directory of choice. I would definitely recommend getting it onto Apple and Spotify at a minimum. And you can promote it across your social channels once it's live. You could just post a graphic of it that maybe features a profile shot of your guests. Or you could maybe be a little bit more creative and pick out some short audio clips that you can share. Hosting platforms like Buzzsprout can make these for you automatically. Next up, you've got the transcript. So you can use a tool like Trint or something similar to automatically translate the audio file into text. Within minutes, you've got the skeleton of a blog post. Spend some time fleshing out the main ideas, add a little bit more context, and get it up on your site. You can then also use this blog post as content for your email newsletter. Remember, you've also got to feed your sales team with content that they can use to engage their leads. So using the transcript, summarize the main points into a one-page fact sheet. Include things like who was on the podcast, the most interesting things that they said, where the podcast can be downloaded, how it relates to your product or service set, that kind of thing, and then send it over to your commercial team. And hey, while you're at it, why not include a sample social post that they can share across their personal social media? Finally, internal communications. So you remember, you interview the chief operations officer on a new process of making your packaging, right? Send that segment or pieces of it around your internal communication tools, the intranet, the weekly CEO newsletter, a Slack channel, to demonstrate the momentum within your organization and to help keep people up to date. And finally, if you're really looking to turn it up a notch, consider running a video podcast recording. You can then take that episode and post it as content on your YouTube channel. And there we go. All that from a 30-minute podcast episode that, once you've done a few, will take about half a day to make. Not bad, I'd say. 
Remember, not everything needs to be recorded brand new. If you're already producing webinars or you're speaking at virtual events, the audio can be used to create podcast episodes. Just record a custom intro and outro to bookmark that content, explaining the context. When you want great marketing, but you don't necessarily have the unlimited resources to deliver it, you've just got to find ways to work smart rather than working hard. And hopefully that's what this episode has demonstrated. So there we go. My thoughts on why every B2B business needs a podcast. What do you think? Do you agree? Do you hotly disagree? Tell me. You can find me lurking the murky halls of Twitter at Jason R. Bradwell, or you can email me directly at jason at b2b-better.com. If you found this useful, please share it with your colleagues, leave a rating, a review, or subscribe. It's all super appreciated. See you next time.